Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. podcast a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to deal with it i'm stephen vargas i'm adam riley There's this whole section of comedy now that's considered like taboo or risque. That was just comedy back in the day. Yeah. You know, so he's he kind of reminds me of some eighties comics, like just saying whatever the fuck you want. Well what's funny is I like in his comedy shows that he has that little section of uh career ending jokes. Oh yeah. (laughs) Let's see, what career ending jokes do I have? I love when he picks on people in the fucking audience. I fucking fall out. (laughs) He goes, oh, you are, oh, you're dating. He's like, oh, he goes, how old are you? Seventeen, huh? And then he found he was for some from some town in in the UK, and he goes, oh, how many kids do you have now? <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> he goes, well, he's from there. He's probably got like six kids now. And and he was like, oh, you're seventeen. He goes, so have you? Um, she so goes, does he actually touch your dick, or do you still just use fingers? <laughs> I, I like, like um, Ricky Ger- was it Gervais? Gervais, yeah, yeah. Ricky, Ger- Ricky Gervais. They asked him. Um, what would have he goes he he said he found it hilarious that people were asking him about the oscars when he wasn't there right um but he said that they asked him what he would have done if he was in chris rock's shoes when will smith came up and he goes well it, i wouldn't have told that joke and they go why because it's it would have hurt her feelings for him. he's like no because i would have immediately told a joke about him cheating on her or her cheating on him. <laughs> You think Ricky Gervais is going to get that Bush League shit? He's going to find the worst possible thing to say. Oh, my God. I know, right? He just find that, like, insens- most insensitive thing and just, like, go with that. I feel like I, I feel not to bring this up too much again because I think we've all talked about it enough. But I feel that Mr. Smith wouldn't have gone on stage 
if it was a different kind of person. Because everybody knows Chris Rock's a pretty passive cat. Right. And I feel like if it was like, I don't know, who's a stand-up that would that would have fucking took a swing, bro? <laughs> like if Joe Rogan was up there doing a set. Right. He wouldn't have gone up there. No. Joe Rogan would have knocked him out. Like you could say a lot of negative stuff about Joe Rogan if you want, but he does know how to fight. Man. So you, <laughs> you can get your ass up. You go up to acting a fool. Well, yeah. I mean, it. I. You know, it's like he laughed at it at first, and I think it was all because of the look she gave. That's what he did. Because to me, it just seems like. But that's that's a telltale sign that you. And I'm not saying a man should be controlling his woman or anything like that, but you are not on equal footing because if you find something funny. And she she's looking at you going to do something about this. It's your your job as a man, the other partner in that relationship to go, no, because it's not worth me doing something. Right. Because we all get out of hand sometimes. Let's keep it yeah. real. You know, but to you just she's having a bad idea. So, oh, I guess I have to do it. What yeah. The fuck? That's whack. <laughs> well, that's it's like whack behavior. That's like what I what I told you when you said, you know, like, well, you know, I probably could have I would have done the same thing or something like that. And I was like. I was like, yeah, I mean, you can you can go that route, but at the same time, I had a lot of I had it was funny because when that whole thing happened, I had a lot of conflicting thoughts at first, and I think it's because my gut reaction was, okay, yeah, I get it. You talk shit about my wife, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something, but then I wasn't taking into account where they were, I wasn't taking into account who they are, you know, this 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 that and the other thing, and then once I got to the end, I was like, oh yeah, I going up there was retarded like why would you do that yeah because like it i mean because like you know some people said like what would you do and i go at that moment nothing but later i would have gone up to him put my arm around him and said like yo dude that wasn't cool yeah you know, i go, I wouldn't have made a big scene in front of everybody but then, you know why i find my confusion lies when why i was so conflicted at, at first with that situation i would never be in a relationship like that yeah like my wife was the one who said because she saw the situation and she goes why isn't he being a man and checking her when she's being dumb? Yeah. Because my wife fully believes that sometimes women get emotional and <laughs> you should have a man who will respectively tell you to calm the hell down. Well, yeah, you need that balance. Right. And same with dudes. Yeah. Sometimes I get angry and my wife has to go, it's not it's not that deep. Like, calm down, mm -hmm. you know. But that's not how some of these modern relationships work anymore. It's the power dynamics are all saying. That video came out of um, – she started recording him, and he obviously didn't want to be recorded. And she's like, "You see what I have to deal with?" Yeah. And I'm like, see, "You're really just a bitch." Like, yeah, because my because like women get aired out lately. Her and Amanda Heard too. <laughs> yeah. What's to me? I was like, because there's always like they say in a, in a relationship, there's usually a reacher, you know, and then somebody who reaches down in the yeah. relationship, and. He shouldn't have to, but he's the reacher in that relationship. Yeah. And and I'm just kind of like, bro, you can honestly do so much better than her. There's always and, – and I get what you're saying. There's a, there's a power dynamic. There's always – and not in a negative way, but there's someone who no, naturally – <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> there's always someone who naturally leads. Right. And it can be either or, although it does traditionally in a, in a, um, in a heterosexual couple, it's usually the guy. Unless you're at home, <laughs> then it's not. Um, but sometimes a woman, like, you know, my wife is the one who calls the people for the bills. I don't do that. Yeah. You know, but, um, but my, you know, I would never, like, 
if we were – and that's the thing. And that was – and like I said, that's why I was conflicted because my wife would never look at me. Are you going to do something? She's not that kind of per- – that's why I married her. I dated girls like that, and they got passed off. <laughs> like I'm not going to marry someone who wants me to get into a fight. Well, like, it's funny too because even some of the um, – because uh, I think it was like a couple days after that whole thing. I was playing – I was in the store. I had opened the store, and I was by myself. And then this, uh, these uh, two, three white women come in, and they're talking. And I had the um, Spotify '90s playlist going, so of course it was, um, it was, uh, oh, it was one one of Will Smith's songs from the '90s that came up, and they go, "Oh, get look who- jiggy with it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was that one. And it was like, <laughs> it's the, always that one. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, listen to this," and they go, "Oh, they go," and then I heard it was like, "Ah, oh, he was so stupid to do that." It's like you should just left it alone, and I was like, oh, and I'm like, oh damn! When you lose the white women that are just like, you should have just left it alone, dude. Not even bothered with it. It's like <laughs> you failed. <laughs> I don't know. I to me, yeah, he did it. Yeah, it's dumb. It's obvious he's going through some shit. I don't, I, I don't automatically hate him now. I think I think people are weird. Like it's yeah. oh, you did one thing. I've loved you for decades. Well. But now you've done this one thing, so fuck you. <laughs> I well, hate it's, you. It's funny because people I, expect too much from celebrities. I remember, I remember when people stopped listening to George Michael because he came out as gay. Yeah, and I was like, going, really? Like that's the that's the threshold for you? Like, you know? Or when Jim Parsons came out as being gay, and people stop. Some people stopped watching. People have told me so. I'm a huge fan of. Um, ugh, of course, I can't remember his name now. Um, who did Rocket Man? Who sung Rocket oh, John. Man? Huge fan of Elton John. I love Elton John's tracks. I've been told on more more than more than three occasions. Why would you like Elton John? You know he's gay, right? Like, the fuck do I care? <laughs> the fuck does that have to do with anything? Him having a dick in his mouth every once in a while has nothing to do with the quality of his fucking music. I fucking jam that shit. <laughs> that I don't you, give a fuck. I, I I'm gonna next time somebody goes, Why did you like them? They're gay. And I was like, You're gay and I'm friends with you. Exactly. <laughs> It's just such a weird like and we we live in a society that's like that nowadays though where it's I I love 95% of this person but they said this one thing 10 years ago that I don't agree with about climate change so I fucking hate them now like calm down. Well what's funny to me is that you got stuff like that and it's like oh well he said this 25 years ago it's like and people can't change. Yeah. Like, or even even now like there's people you know, now we can see the political spectrum. Yeah, there's there's fringe people who are just they're unlikable people on both sides. It has nothing to really do with their political stance. They're just assholes. Yeah, like they're not listening to that. But I've seen, you know, I'm I'm probably not a conservative traditionally, and I've I have some conservative or know some conservative people who I think are decent human beings. <laughs> I don't agree with their economic policies. <laughs> or whatever, but they're they're fine. Like this whole adversarial culture now is is exhausting. What? Yeah. What gets me is this zero sum game that we have to. If you're critical, like I have some friends that are either married to law enforcement or something like that, and if I say anything remotely like, "Hey, that cop was a piece of shit for doing what he was doing." It's like, so like, oh, yeah. you're against law enforcement? You hate law enforcement? I hate fucking people that hate law enforcement. I was like going, so you're basically either saying either you're overreacting because somebody did something wrong or two, 
all of them are like this. So this this is why you're you're defending them all. I go, it comes out as being just so stupid. It's like going, no, I cannot like certain police officers or law enforcement because I think they are an asshole themselves. But that doesn't mean I'm going to paint the whole brush. You know. You know, what I think it is. I I kind of came to this like thought the other day where I I was like, social media, um, most of social media you can't get too nuanced you have to be quick and it's in memes and all this other shit so that causes oversimplification of complex issues right and a lot of people only get their news and information from social media because they started out dumb i guess i don't know (laughs) um so now they they just stay that way (laughs) right so now they oversimplify and that causes generalizations I, I get so sick and tired of hearing white people this or black people that or Hispanics. I'm like, are you speaking for millions of people? <laughs> they all think exactly the same way. Like, calm down. Well, it's Just also deal with the individual that's bothering you. <laughs> it's, it's also the the uh, the concept of like, you know, oh, all men are pigs. All men yeah, are unfaithful. Same thing. And it's like you've met every man. You know, or so, no, the and this is the funny thing because now. It, it, they're all children, okay? It's like all men are pigs, and you go, "Not." I understand that you've had some bad interactions, but not all. Oh, I'm not saying all men, and I'm like, <laughs> you, "You just said all men." <laughs> you literally just said all men. Yeah, but that's not what I meant. And I'm like, "Go fuck yourself." How about that? Can we? Can, what does that mean? You know what you I know? think people need to do, and somebody had told me this. I can't remember who it was, but they said, "You know what? We need to bring back that whole thing when you were in like." third or fourth grade when you had to break down every sentence with noun verb pronoun you know how did you ever used to do that where yeah, yeah. yeah that's what we need to bring back so it's like okay this is what you said and then we break down the whole sentence like well, i was actually i actually replied to a youtube comment okay this guy it was a it was a trailer for this movie called alice i think it just came out and it's based on a true story in georgia where there was like this cult down there that lived like it was the 1700s and they kept black people as slaves. Mm. So in the movie, this woman escapes. She thinks it's 18 something. Right. And she hits a freeway (laughs) and then, um, commons in it. He's, uh, this supposed to be in the seventies. Looks like a very interesting movie. I was like, Oh, you know, maybe I'll catch that. This dude in the comment, all he said is a black, black man. He said, um, you know, it's a good movie. You need to, you know, I like the overtones. Just remind, remind our um, black, black women and men that, they're, you know, black is beautiful. You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. There's someone mm-hmm. who, who re- replies to it. And I looked at their, 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 um, their YouTube channel and they've done some animations and it's all super alt-right stuff. So, okay, whatever. Um, they go, um, it's everyone, everyone matters or some stupid shit like that. Oh God. And he had a little back and forth with the, with the guy and the guy, you could tell the guy was like, I don't fucking care. And just stop talking to him. It's also really difficult to reply to stuff on YouTube because their system is really dumb. Right. But, um, I said, I replied, I said, he didn't, he said black is beautiful. He didn't say everything else is less than. So I don't understand what the problem is. And then he said, well, he needs to specify that. And I go, why? 
I go, if, I go, if I say it's a nice day out, I don't also have to say, however, all other days in which I've existed were fine. <laughs> like people, first of all, that guy's just an asshole because you already know, you can tell, you can infer by what he said, he's putting his racially based biases right. onto what that guy said. If a white dude would have said black is beautiful, he would have had a completely different speech. Well, it's that whole prepared. thing of like, you know, black lives matter, all lives matter. It's like, yeah, we don't. But- that's the problem with American society. It's this. I have to react. It's, it's this us versus them. Everything's a team sport. And it's just annoying. Like that man, I read that guy's comment. He said, you know, we got to remind, and he, oh, he's talking specifically about women. I forget <laughs> why, but he says, we, we need to remind our, we need to remind our black women that black is beautiful. And you know what I did as a white guy? I've been white my whole life. Okay. <laughs> I went, that's a good, that's a good message because, and that was another thing I said in my comment. I go to sit here and say, you don't know the his, historical ramifications that would cause a black woman to feel like she is less than. You must just burn books when you see them. <laughs> like it, it, that doesn't, of course, you know, and to and to say we want to uplift black women so they know that they they don't compare to anybody. They are just as good as everybody else. Of course. Why is that? Why is it a bad thing? Fuck off, racist assholes! <laughs> so sick of it. Oh man, like perhaps you should read books instead of burning them, as that, Sean Connery once said. That's what I was thinking of too, and I couldn't remember the I couldn't remember the quote. I just but saw. it's just it's it's I'm I'm getting tired. Well, I said, and I said after that, as I was I was talking to a friend of mine, I said I'm getting tired of. He, he put it really good. I'm getting tired of the intellectual um, irresponsibility. Of people just blatantly, I don't care. And my friend goes, it's not irresponsibility, it's ignorance. People are dumb. Yeah. Like they pick their lane and that's all they care about. And if the other side says, hey, but this and this, they go, wah, 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 wah. Remember it's what, annoying. What? I've seen conservatives do it. I've seen liberals do it. I've seen gay people do it. I've seen straight people do it. It's, it's this like, this one unifying fuck up. Remember when racist white people used to just tell other people to like stop being a snowflake stop being so sensitive about stuff and then when you say something that's not it's not like anti-white but it's it's like you know try like that comment like uplifting another member of society it suddenly become very sensitive it's like well it should be all it's like going nobody it's like You've had your run. Everybody's done well for these last thousands of years. Let's uh, let's help somebody else along at this point, you know? I was listening to a thing from um I've been listening to a couple of cuts from uh Patrice O'Neill. You know, rest in peace, of course. Mm-hmm. And he had he used to have this radio show and some guy was trying to explain racism. This is a white guy. He's not racist, I think. But um <laughs> he was like He had you know, black friends. <laughs> well, he was using he was using the whole the tribalism thing, which yeah. I always think is an oversimplification. But he said human beings are tribalistic by nature, so of course, you know, I agree with that. They're going to do this, and I agree to it to an extent. But then Patrice made a really good point where he goes, "Yes, but black people and white people are not in a different species." Because the point he was trying to make is like, 
a gazelle doesn't care if a lion's starving. It's like those are two different species. <laughs> like you, that's dangerous too. Yeah. Like why but, are we separating? But the skin tone so far. Now I'm, I understand that it does happen because people are ignorant. But the thing like, is, is that that's kind of been the way human society has been. I get it. Any any type of you know any any type of deviation. Oh, there these people eyebrows are too close. We don't like these people. You know, and and so. Yeah, it is an oversimplification, but to an extent of like, oh, well. It's an oversimplification, but it's reality yeah. because people do it, it's the same, which is the like, whole point of why racism is a construct because yeah. it's, you know, blah, it's, blah, blah. It's like, it's like here. But I mean, when, you, you know, nowadays it's actually more of a class thing than a race thing, but we just can't let go of certain things. Um, but humans by nature just can't let go of stuff. Um, somebody had said something to me. They go, they go, isn't because I, I made a joke. But I did it in the really serious way of like, yeah, the reason I'm this way is because of this dude that did something to me in like middle school. And they were like, isn't that a bit long to kind of hold something? I go, I go, I, I go, I go, no, I never throw things away. I'm like my father. He kept everything. And, <laughs> and uh, but um, but yeah, because it's it's that 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 like here in L.A., because like this week i think it's this week is like the 30th anniversary of like the la riots and uh i was thinking about it because I'm, I'm writing it for my my other show and i was thinking i go yeah because i remember back in the day when i living here you know there were gang problems and black people are shooting black people but it was over there or well it's them shooting each other nobody cared and in la nobody cared until they filtered into West Hollywood, where they had a gang shootout and it killed an Asian woman in an upscale area. Yep. Then it became an issue. And then it was everybody against Someone with money the black died. minority. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it was that, that kind of thing, you know, where it was like, oh, it wasn't a black person that got shot. It was an Asian person that got shot. Oh, now it's a problem. Well, that goes back to the um, in the dark night with Joker's little speech. If it's all part of the plan, nobody cares. Yeah. You know, if, if black people are shooting black people in fucking Compton... No one bats an eye because right. you expect them to do that. But if it spills over into West Hollywood, yeah, you know, it's it's um, and of course that's how human humanity is, you know. But it's um, it's just dumb. I I just I try very hard, especially I'm a little older, you know, and I, I've I've tried to grow as a person, you know, not that I was ever a racist, but just you know, learning more things, and I try like. Well, we I mean, all have you were, those. You were Irish, so you had a big handicap to get over. <laughs> we have. We all have those biases, you know. Mm. I try very hard not to feed into them. Like if I meet somebody, but sometimes it's difficult because everyone's doing that. So, mm. like I met, um, it was a chase years ago when I was working over there. This is a black dude, and I met him, and I just talked to him like a normal person, and um, and he was he asked me. He asked me, um, well, you, I forget what we were talking about. And I was like, well, we, you could come to the bar with us at some point or whatever. And he goes, why would I do? He goes, he goes, that's, that's fine. You know, we, we don't really hang out that much. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was basically saying that because I'm white, why would I hang out with him at a bar? And I go, first of all, I don't know what century he was fucking living <laughs> in. 
but it, it's like you can't win either way. It's just, yeah. I wish everybody would just collectively wake up one morning and realize how stupid everyone's being and just move the fuck on so we can all prosper together holding hands and shit, you know? Yeah, but I mean, providing their, for me, providing their brown because any other color I wouldn't be holding their hand. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody recently too told my wife. So who was that guy that came and dropped off blah blah blah? Because I dropped him off. So that was my husband. And and my wife said that they they went oh, and and then she goes, is that okay? <laughs> and the girl goes, I just um. And this woman's Hispanic, and she said, you're married to a white guy. And she goes, well, it's pretty obvious that he's white. So yes. Yeah, he glows husband. in the dark. Right. And she goes. How does that work? <laughs> and she goes, I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> just, well, we're just so culturally different. And my wife goes, no, we're not. <laughs> because it's, it's everyone who lives in America is – my wife told said this too. Assholes are so, assholes. It doesn't matter race. Exactly. My wife said, everyone who lives in America is an American. It's just a slightly different flavor. Like, it's all a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> but there's just, you know, it's not that different. It's like a lifesaver. You know, there's, they're, they're all different flavors, but they're all wrapped in the same packaging. Right. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, my husband's from a neighborhood that's predominantly Roman Catholic and acts that way. The neighborhood I'm from is the same way. You know, blah, blah, blah. And... um she just did not believe her. She's like, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> like really the the only the only differences really are language and food. And then you get some kind of cultural biases and stuff like that. But for the most part, everybody wants the same things. Yeah. It's all pretty much the same. You know, so I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Do the intro. We didn't do it. We don't now. Now I'm, now I'm depressed. <laughs> oh, man. No, we don't do the intros now, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Y'all know who we are. <laughs> um, so uh, one thing I wanted to bring up was, um, so I know before the show we talked about Netflix. And um, so apparently Netflix is having some money issues now, you know. Uh, now they're they're rolling into the struggle flakes. Um, they lost 200000 and then they're projected – to lose another two million. Yeah, in the next quarter. I'm like, mm-hmm. shit. Well, yeah, you know why? Because they're gonna start cracking down on people <laughs> sharing passwords. We'll see. And I was talking to my wife, it's because we're sharing passwords right now. I forgot I always forget we are, but Netflix is the one I don't pay for. My sister in law pays for it. And then she shares the other fucking five I pay for. Um my wife says, if they cut it, I'm not going to get Netflix. <laughs> That's the problem is the people who share it, they don't want it enough. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that it was funny because this is kind of what when the mainstream media talks about something technology wise, I always laugh because they always have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And when they bring in the quote unquote tech guy for these mainstream medias, they oversimplify it. Or follow yeah. the narrative that the company's trying to push. So when Netflix said, yo, see what how our bank account is, um, and uh, they're like going, yeah, well, what this is showing is that um, that uh, people don't need these stream- all these streaming services. They have a lot of competition. So the, the you know, that the, the people, they're, they're 
basically saying this is an um, a judgment on streaming services. Like this is an overall, this is impacting everyone. I go, well, first of all, you guys are all full of shit. Well, a lot of the a lot of media outlets are always ten years behind trends, <laughs> right. so they still think Netflix is the fucking thermometer of streaming services, but, and they haven't been for a long time. But the big thing that I keep saying is like, a, and then you had the conservatives like the Trumpers going, "See, that's what happens. Get woke, go broke. That's why people. That's why you lost two hundred thousand people. I go two hundred thousand people don't give a shit. It's like about every woke. fringe group. Every fringe group is like." We have to find a way to make this about us. Yeah, we have to find a way to make, say, we see, we told you kind of thing. And po- political people are the worst. Like, no, this is this is about politics. No, it's not. Please fuck off. Yeah. But it what the thing is, is in what everybody forgot, the fringe group, the media, Netflix raised their prices a month ago. Yeah, that's all it's about. That's bro. all it's about. <laughs> and I said, I go, they raised it to fifteen fifty a month. Isn't it 20 if you want 4K? Yeah, if you want the 4K, yeah. Which a lot of people have 4K TVs now. Yeah. But I had said, I go, see, I go, you all seem to forget that they raised it to 1550, which makes them the most expensive streaming service around. And they're they're the least, one of the least valuable, to be honest, just because you have, it's quantity over quality over there. Yeah. And what I said, I go, you know, and I was like, yeah. A couple years ago when HBO was doing HBO Max and they were saying, it's going to be the same price as HBO. I was like, oh, well, at least there's a little better value. In a couple years down the line, I watched them more than anybody. To me, that's worth the 15 bucks. Yeah. HBO Max is a really good service. And 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 they don't have nearly as much shit as netflix has right. but they have more good shit right <laughs> <laughs> even even if i'm not you know they have um get the ghibli stuff which I, that's not my cup of tea but ghibli is ghibli fans are fucking ferocious for that that's oh, yeah. that um anime yeah um studio beautiful yeah. art though i've watched yeah, a couple with studio the studio ghibli yeah and, studio ghibli and you know i mean they have that they were smarter than most of the other streaming services that started doing because you have the dc universe you have them you have turner classic movie stuff in there which i like to watch um you know you have even their hbo they took off all the uh cnn headline news stuff because they wanted to put it with the c cnn plus i think that's going to be coming back soon (laughs) um (laughs) i think my biggest the biggest thing i love about hbo max and and is a similar reason for disney plus is how things are filtered so i can click dc and that's all i see now right there's a dc page like and Netflix isn't even the worst. Personally, I think Hulu is the is it's a clusterfuck of of nonsense. I never know where anything is. Paramount's pretty bad too. Yeah, especially with Paramount, with like if it's new Star Trek, it's buried sometimes. Like when and then you you have to search for it. I have a problem on the web browser because I don't I don't watch I watch all the shit on a computer. Um, it has this weird thing where if I search Star Trek, okay, it will give me a list, but I have to. Oh, no, no, no. The search wasn't working. So I had to go to A through Z and then scroll all the way down to Star. Well, like when um, Star Trek, when um, Paramount Plus released the director's cut of the motion picture. um, By the way, if you haven't watched the director's cut of the Star Trek, the motion picture, it's fucking beautiful. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. Um, 
But uh, I go, oh, it came out today. And then I went on there and I expected it to be like, hey, front page splash, you know, like, hey, Star Trek director's cut. Nope. Showed me Halo. Showed me the real world. It showed me all this other shit. I literally looked in and then I went to the search and I hit Star Trek and it gave me everything, including the origin, the old version of the motion picture, (laughs) but not the new one. Makes no sense. Like so Paramount then, sorting is trash. Yeah, and then I I got I was like fuck this then, and then I closed it, and then came back a few hours later, and then it showed up in the search at the very bottom, and I was like going you you guys sit there and complain about like oh people need to watch this how about you actually you know put your shit in there that's one thing that Netflix is good about new shit goes right on the front page yeah regardless of where and for me I, you and I were talking about like the order in which we actually watch the shit um. For me, it's HBO Max. Um, after that would probably be Disney Plus and then Paramount Plus. But I really watch Paramount Plus just for Star Trek. I really don't want... Oh, and the Smithsonian stuff because um, I, I love that channel. So I'll, I'll watch some of that stuff. Then it's Hulu. And only the, re- the only reason I'm watching Hulu is because there's a couple of show original shows that they have on there that I'll watch. Um, and I got rid of... And then Netflix... And then after that, I had um, Amazon Prime Video, but I got rid of them. And I'm on the verge of getting rid of Netflix now, too, because I'm like, because I, 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 I was like, oh, yeah, they increased the price. And then I, I go, well, let me let me val- let me do the value of seeing how long I go through before Netflix goes through. And then I went through and I'm like, they sometimes have good documentaries or decent documentaries, but there's really not much. Yeah, I don't. I never watch netflix ever <laughs> like <laughs> ever never um, again guess, like ever <laughs> I, I guess i have lately because my wife has been obsessed with seinfeld and i just checked and seinfeld's only on netflix so um she's been watching it on there i guess but um so netflix for me is is um one thing i've always disliked about netflix is it will give you the um the top 10 most watched things. Oh, right. Which I get it from a business standpoint. That makes sense, but I don't want to watch most of the things that are in the top 10 watch things. Like it's usually, and then it just kind of makes me go, ugh. Yeah. like this is the shit you guys have. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just whatever, but yeah, mine, mine was like, what was it? HBO max, um, Disney plus Hulu, Paramount and Paramount. Oh, Paramount was second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just I don't watch that much TV, uh, so I watch a lot of Star Trek. So Paramount's and I've been watching the Halo show, which is on Paramount. There's something else on Paramount too. I don't remember what it is. I'm gonna go there and find out. <laughs> I, yeah, I gotta watch. Yeah, I gotta watch. Uh, I gotta watch Halo. <laughs> I haven't been hyped. I haven't been hyped about it. I've I've watched all the episodes. Um. And because I love the source material, I'm going to give it until the sixth episode. But and I I try very hard to not be one of those people that's like, oh, it's different, so I don't like it. Right. And that's that is kind of why I don't like it, but only because the different version is just really unnecessary. Like they took his helmet off. That's fine. First episode, he you saw his face. That's fine. Is is if that's the direction you want to go, I get it. Although the Mandalorian proved that you don't need to take the helmet off in the first episode, but that's fine. 
But man, they can't wait for this man to take his fucking helmet off. And he's like, he's in battle scenes with his helmet off. I'm like, that's just dumb. Like the thing has a HUD in it. Why would you not have the helmet on? <laughs> and then there's a bunch of like the whole point. He took out his um, like his emotion suppression chip or whatever that's in his body. So now he's like, I feel things, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, you, I, I. It's one of those things where you can tell that the people who wrote this, the, the wrote the Halo show. They saw the games. They saw what the equipment looked like. They saw what the characters looked like. And they, they nailed that. But they didn't really – it's like they watched the trailers but didn't play any of the games. Right. That kind of shit. Yeah. Because we, they don't – under Master Chief, he, he he has human qualities. But he's the different. He's the, He is like – he's supposed to be the most elite soldier on the planet and that's the only thing – that he's ever known. Right. So it, it, he's a very stoic character. And it's one of the reasons why a lot of people like the character. Because it's kind of cool that this dude just in the face of the most heinous adversity. He's just like, give me a gun. Right. I'm going to handle it. But this other one is freaking out every five seconds. And I'm just like, whatever. Well, that's what, like me. Yeah, because like um, we were, I was talking about. Because when you told me that, I was at work. And um. I had told uh, two of the guys that I work with about you know, and they're like, yeah, I've heard the same thing. Like, it's just, it, it's like, they don't follow the content. And I was like, you know, that's the thing that bugs me is like, you have shows like Halo and you know, you have un- the Uncharted movie, which I acquired. I'm I haven't gonna, seen that. I acquired. So I'm going to see how that turns out. Um, and you know, um, you know, and you have, these things and they're like, well, we're going to de- deviate from the, from the video game, you know? And it's like, you understand that the video game is the reasons why people like this stuff, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, and you have like, you know, I go, you have three video games, you have a trilogy right here. Oh, but the shot you're going to use in the trailer is right out of, of Uncharted 3. It's like, I don't understand why you can't sit there and go, hey, we got this story, which is why I kind of like the original Tomb Raider movie. Because it followed that rev- that revamp of the uh, term of uh, the Tomb Raider game, it had yeah. a lot of that similarities, which is one of the reasons why I kind of liked it. It was incredibly similar. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that's what we should be doing." You don't have to do it block for block, obviously, well, like, but it's like, come on, guys. My biggest thing <laughs> is, I get it when you're when you go into you're you're taking something from a different medium, like like movies or comic books or whatever. Use the Marvel Universe, for instance. They've made changes. Yeah. But they make sense. <laughs> right. You know, like, I get why those changes are made or why certain things in a character's arc is shortened because we're watching movies. We don't have decades of comic books to get this done. I get it. Right. But it's like somebody said, hey, here's – so here's the in the writer's room. They're like, okay, guys, we have Halo, right? It's like – over a decade, over two decades worth of video games that people love, books that the fans really love, the story's solid, everybody loves everything about Master Chief. No one dislikes anything about Master Chief. Eh, trash. Right. Let's write it a different way. We're going to do it. We're going to do it a new way. To me, the Halo show feels like an ego trip. It feels like they've taken something old and they're going, I can do this better. Mm. And it's like, no, you can't. 
because it's already been done. Right. You and I, I think another reason this is my last point. Another reason that kind of pisses me off is because Halo. The the way I feel about the Halo universe was how I used to feel about the Star Wars universe, where the universe itself, like the setting, seems really interesting. And it would be cool to add some stuff to that. But no, they just like Star Wars. They just want to keep talking about the same fucking people over and over again. (laughs) You know, and it's like you're wringing out a cloth. Eventually that cloth's going to be dry. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's just silly to me. It's it's. It's just a missed opportunity. I was really excited, and and I got – that's what I get for getting hyped up, yeah. basically. I hope people enjoy it, though. I hope there are people – I hear that people who weren't fans of the game have been enjoying it because it's not a bad show. But when you already have the game in your head, it's it's difficult to right. to like this one. So I, I, hope, I hope it has an audience, and I hope they enjoy it. But I ain't it. <laughs> so – which kind of sucks because he's like going, well, we're going to do this so we can get, you know, new viewers. Yeah, but the the reason that this is going to work is only if you also capture the established ones, the ones that are yeah. already hyped for this. Now you're just going to split the fan base. You're going right. to have a fan base that likes the show and a fan base that likes the games. And right. then they're going to argue with each other. Yeah. That's one thing that... Because you're going to have the family that sits there and there's the one kid that knows everything about Halo uh, and the other ones and they're like going, oh, that's cool. It's like, they didn't happen in the game like that. <laughs> right. Like, like the Marvel Universe, you do get a little bit of that. Like my kids will say something and I'll go... Um, well, here's a, here's a perfect example. <laughs> I'll go fuck off. <laughs> so Marvel has done a great job, okay? Even comic book fans love the Marvel. Like they, there's been some, there's been a couple of decisions where I go, oh, okay, you know, whatever. Right. But I'm also not, I don't write the fucking movies, you know, so it's fine. If they want to make a couple changes here and there, that's their business. Bad, that's a good example. Bad example. My daughter just finished watching Gotham, the Oof. TV show. Oof. Okay. I did not like the show when it came out. Um, I, I just it was a weird it was a fucking CW show. It's just weird. It's just a weird show. I think it was CW. No, it was it was Fox. Fox, okay. It's a weird show. I didn't get it. And I didn't like the fact that, you know, when Jada was in it, you know, Will Smith came up and smacked the director. I thought that was a little much. Like (laughs) it was over the top. Yeah. It was over the top. So did we need that? (laughs) My daughter is enjoying the show. I I'm happy that she was enjoying it. That's not a problem. But then she keeps coming up and telling me things about the batman universe and i go what (laughs) and she'll go oh yeah you know how riddler um what's the big thing she said riddler had social anxiety or something some and i'm like what (laughs) it doesn't make any sense and then i'm like oh wait because you've only watched gotham and she goes yeah but isn't it i'm like no it's in its own universe somebody again somebody took the batman universe and says, i can do better and they made this fucking dumbass version of it no what, visual, visually it's good i like they, how it what looks. they did was hey we have the show without batman so we need to find a way to bring in the batman viewers oh we'll just make a young riddler a young joker a young selena kyle and, and then eventually batman yeah batman eventually was in it um, for like the last two, it was it reminded the appearance of Batman in fucking Gotham reminded me of Smallville. Yeah, when when he finally actually opened his shirt, it was and the he had last the, shot. It the was last the last shot, shot that only him. lasted about like fifteen seconds, and then that was, was like, it. 
This <laughs> fucking so dumb. <laughs> and then you had um, the uh, brain. I, I commend the actor because the, the one who played Jerome, quote unquote, basically the Joker. But I guess they couldn't say Joker. <laughs> um, amazing. The character arc and all that. I've seen all that. I watched all of it on YouTube. But um, the rest of that show is garbage. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> the actors were OK, but it was just I don't know. Like it just was it was hard to watch. And it's the same thing with Taylor's show. It's just like, why are you changing this? <laughs> and then people were like, Well, this is about a younger Batman or Bruce Wayne, so this no this is like the lost years. No, it's not. We know what was happening during that time. It's been talked about. What the fuck are you people talking about? Literally, Pick- literally have been movies on this. If you're going to make a move, a TV show, five fucking seasons of a TV show that's set in Gotham with Bruce Wayne being a preteen in the beginning of it. Do me a favor. Pick up a comic book and read it. Read a couple <laughs> of the fucking traits. Don't just watch half of the 89 Batman and go, I think I got it. <laughs> Because that's what it feels like. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> it's disrespectful. It's, and you know what? It's disrespectful to the fans, yeah. But at the end of the day, whatever. Just turn it off, watch something else. It's not, it's not really a big deal. It's disrespectful to the people who created that world that you're biting off of. Right. That's what it's disrespectful to Mr. Kane. That's who you disrespect. Oh, that was just so funny. I was like, yeah, I think I got it. <laughs> that's what it is. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> That's but. exactly what they did with Halo. They heard the Halo theme song and played through half of the second one. They didn't even play the first one. They went, yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's cool. Get an asshole. They didn't even play also, the, no, no, no. They didn't even play the game. They just watched the announcement trailers for each of the games. Right. So they, they, they introduced Cortana. Mm-hmm. I think the third episode. Which she should be there. I, you know, that's if they made a Halo show and they never had Cortana in it, I literally, I would lose my mind. Did like, she? Did she have? Did she have the uh, a Windows Windows Eleven uh, logo on her? She should have. <laughs> but they made it this thing where it's like, and maybe this is in the books and I didn't see it because I didn't read all the books. But Halsey, who's also in it, again, visually perfect. It, it all looks right. Halsey, the scientist, cloned herself. And that's Cortana. Cortana's like mind. It doesn't look like her, but her mind. That I let go because Halsey's a pretty fucking big narcissist. So I'm like, all right, I'll I'll go with that. <laughs> but this is so petty. Cortana, how big do you think Cortana is, Steve? Um, I don't know. I would assume probably like four foot nothing. Mm-hmm. This bitch about five five. Not only that, she's walking around the entire room. She walked out of a room and left Master Chief there. Where the fuck? Isn't she supposed to be like computer generated? Like she's in his head. (laughs) They're fucking projectors somewhere. I'm not seeing. And she's also supposed to be like two feet tall. She she pops up in his hand. Now, okay, fine. She can technically make herself bigger, but she never really does. She's just small. She's Master Chief's assistant. I don't like why is she a whole person? 
it makes no sense <laughs> to me. And it 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 was one of those things where I saw it and I'm like, I mean, yeah, it's when I, and, and then and then it's like that thing like where someone it's almost like when someone's going, you're mad, right? And you're like, no, no, I'm not fine. And it's like, no, you're mad, right? It's like, no, I'm fine. And then it's quiet and you go, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was arguing with my computer screen. There was no one in the room. I was like, why are you so big, you fucking digital bitch? Literally, like, literally, literally, your computer just threw up its hands going, hey, that ain't me, bro. God, dude. Windows is like, bro, I, I'm sorry. I don't even know. I don't know myself. No, what it came up on your screen was, I know, right? It's just, like I said, and, and Steve knows, I'm very... I'm not someone who says you ruined my childhood. I'm not. It, I think that's dumb. And I still think that's dumb, even if the Halo show is trash. The <laughs> other stuff still exists. Right. So everything's fine. But it's it's like when they were making the changes, they were like, yeah, this is really going to piss them off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like check. Here's a checklist of things that is going to piss them off. Fucking Jesus. The suit, I'll tell you, though, I got to give it to them. The suit looks great. I, everything looks great. Yeah, they put Other all the money. Cortana. They put all the budget into the suit, so they had to kind of get people that like. Do you know anything about Halo? No, eh, you can figure it out. There were some. <laughs> there were some hardcore Halo fans, and they're making like the ships and the and the backgrounds of because that shit all looked great. It looked amazing. Um, and now they are talking about the, the rebels, and that's fine. Um, and there there's this chick who's like yeah, a teenager, and um, like a nondescript Asian character basically. <laughs> um, and her whole arc it's is nondescript kinda, because they didn't want to offend anyone right so he was supposed to kill her like he got orders but then he had touched this one of the fucking artifacts and those are in the game and it kind of opened his mind you know hmm. um so when they ordered he said no and he went rogue um even though they took him back with loving arms. But their their reasoning for that was he's one of the most sophisticated weapons in the galaxy. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I get it. Um, so now that kid's somewhere else. So now we're watching two shows in one show because she's doing a completely different thing. They're not, they're not existing. It's not even an A and B story. Like they're, <laughs> it's really fucking weird. <laughs> And I'm sure they'll meet up again, you know, right. but it's not going to connect. It's not going to be for any real reason. And she's also not the best actor in the world. I'm going to keep it 100. Well, what's what's funny now that that actually kind of helps correlate into what I wanted to bring up is that. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I was on a soapbox a little bit. <laughs> no, but, but it actually kind of works because now I don't know if people most people probably realize that. Warner Media and Discovery, the Discovery merger has finally closed. And uh, they said that basically what they're going to do is that's pretty much the reason why CNN Plus was canceled. They said the big thing with that is that they go, that was ego. It was the old Warner Media team wanting to get that up and out, even though, like, when it launched, the deal the was new about team to be closed. was like, we don't want this. Well, what um, apparently what Discovery wants to do is to bring it all together because I guess Discovery Plus and HBO Max they're gonna just kind of merge them together mm. into one giant thing. Which I was like, that would be the smartest thing to do. So they're gonna do the same thing with I guess CNN is gonna put that into there. But they said that um, what they're gonna do too, as far as movies go, they're going to create 
a DC studio to handle all the DC projects. Oh. They're basically going to give them what Mar what Marvel has. They're gonna they want their own Kevin Feige. What's that French word? Um, carte carte blanche or whatever. Carte blanche. Carte blanche. Yeah. yeah. They, Just they finally, want- like when that happens, I'm going to weep because <laughs> yeah. I've been asking for this. For fucking decades, like I just need Warner Brothers to fuck off. Yeah, you know it's it's. Oh, well, see, that's I'm, the thing. It's like you know um, when you were talking about Gotham, how they they couldn't say the Joker. That was mostly because that was a that was an order from Warner Brothers because there were things in like uh, the CW shows like Arrow and the Flash. They couldn't use super, like they couldn't use Superman in yeah. any of them because. Warner Brothers was going to do a Superman movie, and they thought people would get confused. So they Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is so fucking dumb. And one decision that I've never liked from Warner Brothers, which they seem to trying to to fix now, is they wanted the TV shows to be completely separate than the movies. Yeah. Why? That's free fucking money you're leaving on the table. Oh yeah. And who, you, you're who, talking about you don't want them to get confused. You're confusing everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you're gonna. Oh yeah, they're con, they. Um, we don't want them to get confused. But we're gonna have two separate Jokers: a Zack Snyder Joker and a um, and a Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Like, right? Okay. But um, and now with uh, Ezra Miller getting into all the trouble that he's getting into, um, you know, who that knows? That guy's a fucking clown. <laughs> maybe we can get him. Uh, maybe we can get Grant Gustin in there to play the Flash in a you movie. You saw my tweet, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I saw that tweet. But ev- but that's been moving on. Tr- tr- it was like going, fuck Ezra Miller, Grant Gustin as Flash. Let's- He's a great Flash. He's yeah. great because Flash Flash is a very optimistic character. Yeah. You know, he's the, he's the nice guy. <laughs> Flash is the <laughs> nice guy, basically. It's, it was always funny when Batman and Flash were working together. Because they're both technically detectives. Yeah. But they're completely different people. <laughs> it's was, so great. What's funny, too, is that, you know, the Flash is kind of sarcastic. We don't really see a whole lot of... We don't really see a whole lot of that in the Flash series, except when he's with Oliver Queen. When he yeah. was with Oliver Queen, he always said little things to antagonize him, like in the, when they did that Elseworlds one, when um, Flash became Green Arrow and Green Arrow became Flash, and they went and saw um, Batwoman and Bruce Wayne had, quote-unquote, disappeared. And then uh, Oliver Queen's like, Batman's an urban legend. He's just a myth. And then uh, uh, Flash would be like, you think so? And then they'd be up there and he's like, are you looking for Batman? And he goes like, no. And Grant, uh, and Grant Gustin's being um, Green Arrow. He's like, no, because I would never cr- compare myself to someone as badass as Batman. And then he'd give this look at Oliver Queen and Oliver Queen just be like, <laughs> like, you just see him getting grumpy about it. It was a part, I just randomly remember this, but it's in... Uh justice a justice league animated film <laughs> and in the animated world because that's its own universe too um green lantern and flash are best friends mm-hmm. um oh yeah that's <laughs> right that's right they are yeah so in this movie a lot of the characters are meeting for the first time so green lantern had just met batman this is that you might have seen this one this is that one where um green lantern's like what are you gonna do in a fight and then batman goes what's this do or how's this work? And he has this ring in his hand. <laughs> um, well, then he goes, Flash saw Batman off on the side. And he's like, oh, my God, it's Batman. Like he And he was um, nerding out because he knows about the detective work, you know? Yeah. So he cruises up to Batman and Batman. He goes, it's an honor to meet you, sir, blah, blah, blah. And Batman said, um, 
I've been following you for a while. You do tight and efficient work, which is probably one of the highest compliments you're ever going to get from Batman. Oh, yeah. And uh, Green Lantern got mad about it. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> because he's been clowning Green Lantern the whole fucking time. Um, anyway, that was just a random thought. That has nothing to do with anything. And I've, I've even said that. I said for the movies, I mean, the animated ones have really a great framework you could build off of. I mean, some really good stories. Of course, there's some things you can't really do yeah. live action, but um, it, Warner Brothers tries too many things and then gives up on them. Yeah. So it's it's laid this like this wasteland of just disjointed shit. Yeah. Somebody was saying that like, oh, cool. Can can you guys actually do a real ba- Superman movie with Henry Cavill? Can we keep Henry Cavill as a as Superman, please, and give him a good movie to at least be Superman in? Um, and Henry Cavill wants to be Superman. Yeah, he still wants to be Superman, and I want him to stay as Superman for yeah, a while. I want him to. He is Superman. <laughs> and so yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, fucking thank God!" You know, we can finally get somebody to just like tell Warner Brothers to fuck off, and then they can just do their own thing. Yeah, I'm super. And I'm super. Excited so I'm that. I'm stoked for that one. And uh, yeah, they said they're just like a. Because apparently the people's insiders saying they go, yeah, they go discoveries like you guys are leaving so much money on the floor. We we can do this and we can, you know, fuck you guys and doing like, well, we don't want to do it like Marvel because we're like, it's like, no, fuck that. Marvel set up a framework. We should. That's the framework we should have, which is not the same universe, but we should have DC doing their own thing. Not only that, why why are they so adverse? Because Marvel did it first. That's the American way. Somebody (laughs) invents something. And then you can either build on it or you can improve upon it. Exactly. Like, I want DC to do what Marvel did because they obviously found a formula that works. You could do a slight variation as long as it still works. But it's there's both comic books. You don't really need to change the formula. Whoa. It's going to work the same way. Because even in the comic book world, it's, sa- it's the same. They yeah. all work the same. There's the yeah. main lines. There's sh- spinoffs. It's all the same shit. Yeah. And the, you know, the thing, one of the things that I kind of, I kind of thought about when then I want the ultimate Marvel DC crossover movie. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the things that I, I was, I was noticing, and in here, and like I was watching a bunch of, I was watching a bunch of reaction videos to like, um, you know, of people watching like um, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and then like uh, uh, No Way, uh, Far from uh, No Way Home, and and uh, the Infinity War movies. And one thing that kept coming up was the fact of Warner Brothers' lack of commitment for these movies. They go, see, they go, because I noticed like when you're watching like super, when you're watching like the Spider-Man No Way Home and you're watching um, uh, 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 the Infinity War and, and Endgame is you have people crying while watching these movies. And then, you know, not like bawling, but, you know, you're getting the teary eyed and stuff like that. And and the the hardcore reaction when these characters are die and a lot of them was like because we had movies that we got to invest in these characters, you know they weren't just oh, okay we had two characters in news we're throwing in these other characters before they get their solo movies so you have to kind of care, and it's like and it's like you know we had you know they had Black Panther and they've had all these characters able to develop so when we got into Infinity War or No Way Home when characters are passing you actually had an emotional response. Right. And they go, they, it felt like, you know, Marvel was treating their fans with a little more respect. Than we were able to Warner build Brothers. a relationship with those versions of yeah. the characters. Yeah. And even Spider-Man, they go, you know, they go that 
and somebody had said they go yeah the reason dc fans hate and say like oh you know uh, uh, the movie of cameos and all this stuff they they go the reason they hate that is because marvel is treating all of their prod all of their properties whether they were heavily involved or not with respect and giving fans the ability to see what they wanted to see i mean how also many too where what fringe ass dc fans get off talking about oh cameos you've ever read a comic book yeah Bro, DC. I I honestly think DC does that more than fucking Marvel does. But the the thing that I well, one thing that got me is like, oh, and how you guys feel about that Flashpoint movie? You know, it's like, are are you like, oh, they're gonna have both Batman's in it? Oh, that's foolishness, bro. I get annoyed with people. I'm I am predominantly a DC fan when it comes to comic books. We've talked about this before. It's just what I grew up reading. But I'm not gonna shy away from from something that Marvel's doing that's good. Yeah. Like why? Why why would I limit myself? Like that makes no sense. That's like saying I like hamburgers. If you bring a hot dog around me, make it the fuck out my face. Like this doesn't make any sense. What's with this weird ass brand loyalty shit? I know. Well, we go back to that all or nothing thing that I you know that was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And uh and it's funny too because like the DC fans are like, oh, this movie's shit, and Marvel fans who have dealt with years of shit movies are like a that wasn't too bad. I enjoyed it. You know, it's like they're kind of like, eh. But um, last before we go tonight, um, man, some great news when I heard about the Obi Wan series. John Williams is coming back to do Obi Wan's theme. Yes, sir. And I was like, uh, how? Why? Because he retired basically after the the last movie because he was like, you know, he's up there in age and figured I can't do these forever and. And the Star Wars saga with that. and, and He's still spending money from fucking the original. Trilogy. Yeah, exactly. But uh, he said, as he goes, he's doing that because he never got to create an Obi-Wan theme in the first movie. And I was like... Obi-Wan didn't have a theme. No. It was just the generic Jedi theme. Really. Yeah, it was the gen- it was kind of that generic like Star Wars like theme, but Luke had just his own theme. Slowed down a little bit. Leia had her own theme kind of thing, you know, and all of that. And he goes, and he never created an Obi-Wan theme, and that's why he's coming back to do, is to create an Obi-Wan theme. And I was like, bro. Like, the person that's doing the music for it is, um, I think she did the com- the music for Loki. So she's doing the music for, for this show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like, I was like, I always come back to do Obi-Wan's theme. I'm like, bro. Like, that's so fucking cool. I was like, oh, cool. And then it's like, he's like, going, oh, you know what? I never did one for that. Let me, let me, let me go ahead and uh, do something, a little something for that, you know? Yeah, he's a really, we, Steve and I were nerding out about composers the other day. <laughs> um, he's, he's really, he's a talent. I mean, come oh. on, you know, and, and to have him, it's not even just him being talented, but just because he did those original tracks. I mean, come on, dude, having him come back to do that's great. And when you're a hardcore fan and you hear that, that theme come up, you're going to get a little choked up. I mean, yeah, of course I always like, even, even when I wasn't, no, nah, I wouldn't say not a big fan of star, but when I hadn't really watched them or whatever, um, the music from star Wars is fucking amazing. Like, oh, yeah. and a lot, a lot of people say, Oh, Darth Vader seems the dopest. Nah, bruh. It's that fucking, that rebel Alliance. Like when it's slowed down, kind of, it's just powerful. You know, you're like, yeah, but we about to fuck some shit up, you know, but uh, yeah, that's great. I'm yeah. really happy that he's coming back. Um, that was a big surprise, too. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because I because I, they I saw the thing where it, the, the article that said like, 
oh, this person, and then they had, you know, in parentheses, Loki is doing, is composing the music for the series. Like, oh, that's cool. And then all of a sudden, what came out of it was John Williams is coming back to do a Loki, uh, to do a Obi-Wan theme. I was like, what? <laughs> Suddenly, I'm like, I'm leaning in going, continue. So, <laughs> continue. I'm listening. <laughs> you I still have, you have my the, attention um, now. <laughs> I still haven't watched the Boba Fett show. That's pretty good. It's, it, I'm going to be honest. I forgot. You, I forgot it was You pro- probably will want to watch some of it because it will tie into the Mandalorian. Oh, no. Season. I want to watch it. I just, you know how it is, bro. <laughs> I just, it slipped through the cracks. You know, when you're watching <laughs> Halo, you kind of forget everything else you know, exists. the majesty that is the Halo show. I, I just, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus. You know what it was is I think. When I was going to watch it, some Star Trek shit started popping off, and I just kind of, I just forgot about it. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it came up right around the time that Discovery season four was up. Yeah, so you know, Star Star Wars is great and all, but but Halo though. <laughs> but Halo. Actually, I was watching Love and Hip Hop, and uh, <laughs> it really took my. The only reason I say that is I still have Paramount out up, and I did not know that one of the brands they have was BET. Um, and that's my, I I didn't, yeah, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Of course, it's not a bad thing. This is excellent. Everybody hates Chris. Great show. Um, that's my jam, (laughs) but I was looking through some of the listings and, um, I don't know what any of these shows, there's a lot of reality shows Oh yeah, that are just like, oh, sister, sister's the shit. I used to watch that when I was younger. Sister, sister, but, but do they have love and basketball? I mean, they have to. Surely, come on. Let me see. Let me go to the search. Love and basketball. Or am I just a racist? <laughs> yeah, they don't have love and basketball. It just <laughs> popped into my head. So. You know, when you start to type and then you get that "Do you feel lucky?" thing on Google, you just <laughs> have like gosh, yes. "Love and basketball," or am I just a racist? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot they have MTV. I mean. My buddy asked me, he goes, you know, they have all those MTV reality shows. And my only answer was, I mean, yeah, to put them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> We're trying to stay ad-free, which would help us keep editorially independent. Uh, we can only do that with your support. So to help us out, just head over to lazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. And if you can't help us out with any cash, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You can also help us uh, by recommending the show to your friends, reviewing it on Apple, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, uh, wherever you can, uh, in a public bathroom, the back of the classroom, however you want it. Oh, never mind. I'm saying this. <laughs> um, it's fine with us. Just let's tell somebody. Tell, make it make it a goal this week to tell three people. There you go. Tell three people. <laughs> uh, you can also <laughs> check out our other show on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Star Trek in canonical order with a bit of a twist. And you can find that wherever you found this one. Uh, yeah. And if you have any suggestions, comments, questions... Um, affirmations, you know. If you uh, if you're trying, if you've tried that uh, Drake hot sauce uh, moment <laughs> of brilliance, let us know. It's called the Hotline Sting. <laughs> you feel me? 
<laughs> oh my god uh hit us up on social media facebook twitter and instagram all under at the lazy geeks or email us the lazy geeks at the lazy geeks.com or the geeks at the guy always get that wrong the geeks at the lazy geeks.com there's too many geeks in there it's like a fucking tongue twister uh so that is it for us this week so uh i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley and remember to bring that hot sauce Ooh.